well worth it. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the next episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> and uh, today we're going to get pretty explicit and very, actually very, very, very explicit and steamy and naughty. And so if you're like, whoa, I'm not quite ready for that, then please turn us off right now and come watch another, go listen to another pod, not another podcast, another episode of My Orgasmic Life. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> so today we're going to talk about vagina stretching and fisting. And I have one of my favorite people, Miss Jamie Jones, with me as my co-host on this adventure today. And well, I'm going to let her talk just quickly about her, and then we'll get into uh, what we're going to talk about today. Quickly about me. Well, I'm a sexual wellness educator. Yep. A lifelong client of Gaia's. <laughs> uh, and uh, I create safe spaces for people to explore and experiment and expand in their sexuality. I'm all about sexual empowerment. Uh, and embracing the human experience. Nice. And so everybody's listening to the don't know, that does not know me. First of all, how do you not know me? <laughs> Second of all, I'm Guy Morissette. I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist. And I believe the keys to a happy, healthy, wealthy, epic, orgasmic and magical life is embracing the human experience letting go of fear shame guilt and self-loathing and of course sexual wellness <laughs> i do this through speaking training and coaching all right let's get into our juicy topic all right so today you get the rare occurrence of i am going to talk about explicitly my vagina and all the things I've put up her. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so good. So again, here's your last warning. If you do not want to learn this much about my vagina. And or my, my vagina. Or Miss jo Jones' vagina. Then I highly recommend going and watching another episode. All right. Ready? Let's I'm do ready. This. All right. So where do you want to start? Well, let's, let's start with what if fisting is. Well, fisting, I guess we could demonstrate. <laughs> well, now for all of our viewers that are listening, we're going to have to be, remember, there's because it's only audio for the oh, podcast. Oh, yes, that's right. right. So it's okay for us to do any kind of hand movements and demonstrations, but we're going to have to be very... Uh, descriptive in our words of what we're doing graphic perfect yes very graphic all right so fisting the concept of fisting is basically what it sounds like you're putting a fist in a vagina or you're putting a fist in the anal which we're not talking about today right what? <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other conversation a whole bunch of safety stuff and you know danger and all sorts of stuff we have to talk about so today we're just talking about stretching the vagina and expanding <laughs> the, 
expanding with the expanding the island <laughs> to as big as it can get. So that's what fisting is. Um, a couple safety things that I just want to talk about before we get into the juicy part of this conversation. Because once we start talking, everybody's going to get horny. And when they get horny, their brain's going to turn off. And when their brains turn off, they're not going to really remember all the safety things. So I thought we should right. that's talk good about point. safety before we get into the stuff. So what do you want to weigh in here, Ms. Jones? Uh, safety. Safety. Well, I think part of safety is in order to expand and get a fist up your cunt, you have to, I would say, do some preparation. And genital massage is a great way to prepare your vagina to take, I don't know, food, <laughs> vegetables, a fist, uh, because you want to relax all your muscles. You want the blood flowing. And in, in. so genital massage is not just massaging of the genital itself, but it's also massaging the whole pelvis area and have mm. relaxed uh, to always make sure that your nails are clipped, that there's no hang nails. Even using gloves is a good sensation. I would suggest, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I would suggest adding gloves to that because you're doing more than just regular fingering. When you're doing that kind of stretching, there is a possibility of, uh, you know, if not done right or hangnails and, and dirt under your nails and catching and, and could do some damage and tearing. So by having gloves on, you can prevent that from happening from a safe sex perspective. And the nice thing is, is the gloves won't absorb your natural lubricant of your vagina. Because exactly. the next thing we want to talk about is lube, lube, lube. Lube, 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 lube. Yeah. And the gloves are great because you can get nitrile gloves. You can get different sensations. And it feels really good. It does. It feels incredibly you good. You want to make sure you have the lubricant and stuff because you don't want to stop. It feels too good. And I think, too, like, you know, finding the right lube for your vaginal ecosystem is a really important part of that because you don't want to be left with uh, a yeast infection or um, agitation in any sort of capacity, right? So vaginosis, you, vaginosis, these kinds of things. So you really want to make sure that whatever lubricant you're using, it's like it works with your vagina's pH balance and your own vagina's, you know, ecosystem, right? So for me, I find that I have super sensitive. So the only lube that I find that works really well for me is actually coconut oil. But that being said, coconut oil will, will break latex condoms. So important to know. Yeah. I like the coconut oil. I also use, I guess we could put up some links and photos later, but there's some other water-based lubes that I use. Mm-hmm. And if people say to you, oh, well, you're wet. You don't need any. Mm -mm. Honey, if you want to be in my pussy, you're going to lube it right. And yes, I can get very wet, but you don't want any type of friction. No. At all. No. <laughs> um, and then the other part is if especially, and this is only if you're like fluid bonded, really, is you can use spit. Like I personally like saliva as a lubricant for two reasons. One, 
it's really dirty and nasty and wrong when someone spits on your pussy. <laughs> and yet, I love it's it. So fucking hot <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> I'll have to get someone to do that. I haven't done the the, the spit on the pussy. It's hot. Oh. It really is. It's like even as I'm I talking thought about of it. it, even as I'm talking about it, my nipples are starting to get erect. <laughs> I'm getting happy vagina. Okay, so those are basically, and slow. I think the other piece of this is that you want what any kind of what all the different places and ways that we're going to talk about stretching, whether it's a fist, whether it's vegetables, whether it's, you know, a baseball bat, whatever it is that you're using, all right, to stretch. Slow. You always want to start and make sure that it's nice and slow and if the all the muscles are accustomed to and relaxed then you can slowly speed up if that's what is desired in that moment so don't be like doing a jackhammer and <laughs> thinking that that's going to be a good time for we're going her. in we're going, we're going in. in yeah like you know this is like the art of vagina stretching is a slow, patient reward. It's not instant gratification. It's also make sure that you have lots of time to do this and that this is part of the focus of what's going to happen in your playtime. Yeah. Okay. And there's some people who really love to worship and stretch. Yeah. Okay. So, you wanna tell a story? What's going on? What's happening in your vagina these days? Well, I'm super obsessed with seeing how big it can go and what I can get up there. Okay. Uh, I have a uh, yoni worshiper and someone I see on occasion to do some vagina stretching. So when we're doing some of the fingering, I'm like, oh, what do you got in there? Three? Can you put more? And I even have to tell myself to slow down. So the last time that I had a uh, yoni massage slash stretching session, it was so interesting because I worked, I did the Kegels as I'm getting this done mm -hmm. and communication is important. So I'm like, no, can you not go in right away? Can we just like relax a bit? Absolutely. So I was going in and we didn't get a fist in yet because I'm working on that. So as they were going in and hitting on like my G spot, I was like, oh, and even my pelvis was like, I'm just lying there. My eyes are closed and my pelvis is humping and rumping. And as like the pressure is going down, I'm like, oh, what's this? Like, you know, that peeing sort of sensation, but I'm like, oh, that feels so good more. And then my, I'm just like thrusting my pelvis mm -hmm. and that was like totally, like I've had vagina stretching before, but the fact that I was more conscientious about my Kegels and my breathing and sort of like the nonverbal communication of it going up and down, and then I would take breaks. So I'm like, oh my God, this is so good, but only three fingers. Like I was almost disappointed in myself, but I'm like, no, that's okay. I'll, I'll work it some more. And so I'm like, that's like, I can just imagine, I would visualize a fist going up there. Like, it felt like there was so much more than three fingers, mm -hmm. but uh, 
that would be my recent story. And after I'm like, I feel buzzed. Like after I'm just done, mm-hmm. we were like, as he was massaging and stretching and then working like the outer lips and pulling. And it wasn't just like focused on the inside. And sometimes that can happen. Your partner can get focused on like fucking jamming their hands up there, but it's always great when they're open to communication because you can just push your hand and be like, no, go more like this. And so the more I get to become with the buildup of the sexual energy, I found it really and like now I'm like, oh my God, I need to do this again. Or I need to get someone local. Like I like I, I want to do this all the time, which I can't do it all the time. But it was really nice experience. And then I got out and then I'm like, where's my vibrator? Because <laughs> a vibrator can't go as fast as fingers. And I just like had my orgasm while he was in me. Mm-hmm. And it was just like <sighs> <laughs> this is great that would be my recent story of it yeah I got some good juicy fisting stories and and some good stories that I want to share so I'll go into a bad juicy story of a fisting once which wasn't done safely but your turn okay so I've been on this journey of being able to be filled and be able to be fisted. And I've been on this journey for a while, for a long time. And the problem is, is that no one has, so far, all the people that I've tried with, they ha- they're hit, like, we can't get, we can't get past the, the, the knuckles, right? And, and so, Years ago, I was like, okay, I was like so obsessed with this. I want to be fisted, right? I've I've fisted many a girls. I have like the perfect size fisting hand, right? It's like, it's not too big. It's nice and small. It's like the perfect fisting hand. So I've been on the giving the fisting experience and it's incredible the feeling of your whole hand and, and, you know, wrist being enveloped inside this warm, wet pussy, right? So I'm like, I want to, I want to feel that, right? And the, the orgasms, the intensity of the orgasms that the women have had while I've fisted them have been like this primal, like growly from your deep depth of your soul kind of <laughs> orgasm, right? I'm like, I want one of those. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I want one of those. So I went to a girlfriend of mine and I was like, and we've never engaged sexually at all, but I kind of looked at her hands and they were kind of small. They weren't quite as small (laughs) as mine, but I was like, so I'm like, I have this proposition. How do you feel about sticking your hand up my cunt? (laughs) I like it how we check out hands on people. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And so she was like, oh, sure. What the hell? Right. She was good sport. Um, but we couldn't get to that place of getting her her whole hand inside me. Now, I think there was a couple of reasons behind that. One, I wasn't overly attracted to her. There wasn't a lot of foreplay. There wasn't this whole like 
being in that really highly sexually aroused state, it was like, basically my vagina was like cold and then someone tried to stick something up it, right? Like, and I wasn't really turned on. I was turned on about the adventure of it and the experiment of it, but I wasn't turned on by the person that I was exploring with. And so I think that had a lot to do with why I wasn't able to, to take the fist. Let's fast forward. She got to be fisted though, because I have, like I said, perfect little fisting hands. <laughs> I haven't done that. I need that's on my list. So fast forward to like the last six months, I've been like, all right, I'm back on this, like, I want to be stretched space, right? Like, how many fingers can you get inside me? How many, what can we put inside me? And so I've been starting this process and having lots of fun with it. So um, this really cool thing, sensation, I don't know if you've tried yet, which is instead of just having one hand and the fingers going into the vaginal canal, right. what you do is you have two hands and the fingers go in. So visually, uh, everybody can see what I'm doing, but audio, what I'm doing is I have two fingers on either hand and I'm going into the vagina and then in the vagina, once the, I'm in the vagina, pulling and opening up and stretching it this way. And I've been able to actually have six fingers in me. So I've been able to have like three fingers on either, either hand inside me stretched open while having my partner stimulate my clitoris or me stimulate my clitoris. The, the, the sensations are like, oh my God. <laughs> I never had like the two fingers in. I thought of it. But uh, I guess too, a lot of times when you look at porn and stuff, they don't really like do that shit. It's no. all like, boop, boop, like one hand in, one finger in. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes when I'm in it and there's only one finger in, I'm not always conscious to be like, oh, can you put two fingers in? Or can you put like... The stretch, and I know some women do that before they give birth, right? Yeah, hmm. you're stretching the. Got to put that on my list. Yeah, it's really, and it's and it's a really interesting sensation because first of all, you're you're it's like you're feeling stretched open, but then there's also this incredible vulnerability, which is really hot in that moment of being like so openly exposed, and. And then you add somebody spitting on you in that space. It's just like, it's like, you're so, it's incredibly hot. So yeah. fucking hot. Right. Um, and visually stimulating for your partner. Right. Because they get to, it's like, they're, they're all up in there. Right. And they yeah. get to enjoy what that experience is like for them. Um, and the pleasure sensations on the side of the vaginal canal versus Typically, we're moving and we're doing the top of the vaginal canal, which is where G region is, or we're playing, applying pressure below, which is below. The, where the perineum and, you know, kind of into the, the canal of the anus and stuff like that. Those are very different sensations than the sensations that exist and the nerve endings that exist on the side of the walls. You think I would have thought of this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought of it and I've seen it. But, and sometimes it's just like exploration or having communication with your partner, but it is, it is like 
since I started this obsession of stretching or having like people worship my pussy, it is vulnerable. It is. It's like you're, you're sitting there looking at it and it's, you're, it's hot. It's great, but it's also, it's also very much just laying back and receiving, which Mm -hmm. can be a challenge for me. But now Mm -hmm. I do it and feeling safe with the partner that I'm doing it with. It's like, uh, I don't know, the more I do it, the more I'm like, I want this feeling again. Mm -hmm. So good. Okay. So what have you put up you? Let's talk about, I have, this is the other thing that I'm like on this whole, like what random things, household items. It's like, it's my, I'm getting into that. Once I did some, (laughs) some of that money manifestation, sticking a, like a toonie in a condom and putting it up and doing the Kegels. I'm like, that feels interesting. What else can I put up there? So I'm, I'm looking to like get the cucumber out and like make it smooth and put it in. So what have you put in? Because this is, that's something that I'm like, what can I put in here without damaging it? And that would be fun. I mean, I've used dildos and stuff and vibrators. Okay. So, um, the first thing that's really important is you want to do the, is it vagina friendly test? Right. Yes. And so you want to make sure that whatever item you're using, you kind of rub against the inside of your wrist. And if there's any sharp edges, because that's sensitive skin here, if there's any sharp edges or rough edges or whatever, you know that that's not a safe item to be putting inside your vagina. So that's the first thing. That Even though it do, might seem interesting. It might seem interesting, but it's not going to, your vagina is not going to like you in the morning. Okay. Like that's not, you might have to go to the doctors and have to, who wants to have that conversation with their doctor. So, you know, you don't want to use things that are not going to be vagina safe. Okay. So that's important. First thing, is it smooth? Do you have any sharp edges? The second thing is, is that I highly recommend um, especially because I have such a delicate ecosystem, is that I put a condom on everything that's going to go inside my vagina. Yeah. It's just, it just makes sure that it's, there's no, there's no bacteria, there's no nothing in this thing that might cause me problems in my ecosystem, right? So I always choose to put a condom on things. All right. So my favorite thing lately, which has been really fun, is this, this huge flashlight. All right, like one of the like the one of the flashlights the cops the portable carry. ones. No, not not what not that big, but like <laughs> the mag flashlights. It's like the the old style. It's like huge. It's long. It's like about about yay thick, which I don't know what that is. A couple Let's inches say across. Like cucumber, or a bit bigger than a cucumber. About the size of a field cucumber. Okay. Okay. And it's long and it's cold and it's steel. All right. And it's funny because then you turn, I'm like, then you turn on the light (laughs) (laughs) and you can make like shadow puppets. (laughs) Is the edge of it like where the, the light is like rigid? Well, no, you put the end in it. So you're not, you're not where the light. Oh, you're going backwards. backwards. I was going to say, because I'm like, that might be weird. Yeah, no, the opposite. You're, so you you put the you're you're holding it. Basically, you're holding the, the hand. Flashlight. You're the hand. Oh, the hand where the hand would go, right? So you're now like holding the flashlight, and and so it's funny because I'm like, do you need a light? <laughs> <laughs> 
let's say, let's look into this matter. It's like you're getting like a play doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And I really like the sen- I really like the sensation because it's cold. I like the temperature of it. It's cold, and it's really hard. I like really really hard things, um, and um, and it's it's a fun thing, right? So so flashlight that's been fun. Um, lots of food like corn on the cob. Oh, uh, the riches on that! Oh, it's so fucking good. So good. Sometimes I find it like it can be challenging to find someone who's like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, well, this is the key is that you want to make sure that you do have some lovers because most guys, like in most men anyways, that I've come in contact with, I'm like, hey, I want to put this in me. And they're like, oh, that's hot. Let's do that, right? But they won't suggest it because it would never occur to them that I might be interested in that. So it's really about me being like, hey, let's put this in my vagina. <laughs> what else can we put in my vagina? <laughs> Oh, I got to just think about the ridges. Oh, the corn on the cob is so good. Like it, it's, I tried it last year at the end of corn season. And I'm like, man, corn season's over. Damn it. I have to wait a whole year until it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> so this year I've, you know, as corn's starting to come into season again, I have been exploring corn on the cob. Um, and it's, it's because you can get different thicknesses and different, you know, thicknesses and, and the bumps of the kernels, you have this nice, this nice texture of moving in and out. So it's, it's pretty, and the nice thing about corn is it, it, from a putting things in your vagina concept is that (laughs) it's a gradual experience, right? So like the tip of the core the tip of the corn is narrower than the rest of the corn. And so you put the tip of the corn in, and of course, make sure you have condom around this because this is really important because the corn juices would cause a yeast infection. So very important to make sure you're wearing, you know, you got a condom on it. Wrap it up. Um, safety first. Um, so the corn, because it comes to a point, it has this gradual so that your vagina can kind of relax as each each part of it starts to go in instead of it being, I find it easier when there's a gradual um, thickness increasing versus it starts at already at this thickness place, right? Like it's, it's, it's easier for the vagina to accept it basically. So then you can like, if it's, if it doesn't have the narrow to the thick, I mean, people like the, you don't want to shove, you want to like, twist and massage what's really interesting though is like they sell tons of dildos out there that have ridges and that have all these things well if you cover up vegetables what's the difference and it's just like it's natural it gives you a different it's cheap <laughs> it's cheap it's and it's also fun like it's it's incredibly fun to be like and there's this naughty concept that you know like all those farmers that were growing corn, did they ever think that one of their cobs was going to be in my cunt? No. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so well, thanks for the, thanks for the, we got a comment, a uh, uh, very awareing, awareing sharing. So thanks guys. <laughs> what did they say? Very aware sharing. So we're sh- apparent. It's good. It's good. All right. Good. We want to so, be. A- so Take corn's it. good. Uh, Zucchini is also very good. 
Bananas. What's that other one? The purple one. I keep forgetting eggplant. Eggplant. But, okay, so there's two different kinds of eggplant. There's the eggplant that's a lot more bulbous, which is like hardcore, which I've, you know, I've explored and it's fun. And then there's the, the Japanese eggplant, which are like long and skinnier, but they always have like a curve to them, which is like a nice little G-spot stimulator, right? Um, there's, there's the cucumber, there's the English cucumber, and then there's the field cucumber, um, and bananas. I love bananas because they have a really good curve to them. Make sure you get a green banana so that it's nice and firm. And make sure before you even put the condom on that you, you uh, at the end of the banana, because it can be kind of rough, you want to make sure that you smooth that out with a knife so that it doesn't break through the condom and so it's nice and smooth for you. That'd be interesting to put a banana in that's sort of like ripe and just sort of do your Kegels and mush it as it goes. <laughs> you better make sure you got a condom on that, though. Well, of course. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just mad. I'm like, okay, which friend is coming with me to the farmer's market? market. Exactly. Vegetables. Let's go find all of our sex toys. Where do we put that? My cunts. Let's go to the farmer's market. Farmer's market. <laughs> um, and then there's the, I've also put uh, a baseball bat, um, a oh. little bit, a little mini baseball bat, the end, and then an actual baseball, like full proper baseball bat I couldn't get the it was too wide started off too wide so I just did the the handle which was quite felt really good actually the handle felt really good I think I have a small baseball bat <laughs> so yeah so those are some of my adventurings with you know putting things up my vagina um Have you put hard-boiled eggs like in a condom and sort of doing that I've never done that. Be like Kegel balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. I'll be back next week to let you know how it goes. <laughs> and, and you can totally then, because they're still in the shell, right? They're yeah. Still in their shell. So then afterwards, you can like crack them open and eat them. Make some deviled eggs. Make some deviled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> And then feed them to your friends. <laughs> You're coming over for snacks. I just went to the farmer's market. <laughs> All right. So the mischievous part of me says it's fun to feed people things that have been up your vagina and you don't tell them. But the ethical consensual part of me yes. says that that's not okay. So I just needed to clarify that. that of course. We have to like get you consent. Mu you must get consent. <laughs> You know, there'd probably be some people like, oh, my God, really? Was it up there? Uh -huh. i got to try it. Because the thought of it, it's like that was in my hot, warm pussy. And pussy juices are good for you. So it's like, yeah, you want to eat those deviled eggs. Yeah, exactly. Best deviled eggs you're ever going to eat. I do want to share. So I have been fisted, but I do want to share the traumatic experience okay. <laughs> where it was too much, too fast, too soon. Mm -hmm. May I share? Yes, absolutely. Um, but I was part, like, I also like pain. So there was, so I was getting the massage done and I was getting fingered and we're going up. And I guess 
like, and he had quite big like knuckles. So we went like, we were four fingers in, his thumb was in and I was so in it and I was so horny. And even though I was wet, but I didn't use proper lubrication. And I'm like, yeah, just go for it. Boom. I tore. I tore and I bled. Uh, there was blood everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. But that's what happens when you're too eager and too horny and you do it. And, but the thing is, I enjoyed the pain after, but it wasn't safe to do it. But I, it's like when I get piercings or tattoos, it's not so much at the time of getting it done that I enjoy it, but it's the after. But I still like, no, I'm not doing that again because that's not safe. And I want my vagina in good condition so I can continue shoving shit up there. But it was a traumatic experience. But it was interesting to, to see that I was actually enjoying the pain pleasure. So that's something to explore more, but not so much in regards to like shoving a fist up there. So the fact that I know the fist can go up there, I mean, I had a kid, so I'm well aware that it could stretch. So now I'm just on this mission and obsessed just to find when participants would be like, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So talking about that of injury, I have an injury story too, which is recently it was actually a fairly recent story so i was exploring with a field cucumber which was really a big one and i coughed and my partner held the it there and i coughed twice it wasn't even a large cough and what i did is i actually pulled and teared some muscles in my anus because wow because um, of the coughing. So this is really important that, because the coughing contracts your vaginal and everything, right? And if, you, if there's not a way in which it can escape, the thing can escape, then you have resistance, which can cause tearing. It also could cause hemorrhoids. It can cause all sorts of things, right? So it's really important that if you're coughing, or then remove you, it. You remove it. You allow it to spit it. Allow it to spit it out. All right. Remove whatever's in there. All right. Don't make sure that your partner knows to not resist the cough. Let it pull it out at that moment. Let it fall out. Let it be pushed out. Whatever that is, um, so that you don't have injury. So it's taken me like it's taken me about like four weeks, five weeks to be like feeling like I can like start to explore again without injury. Right. And so that's not fun. So no, we don't, not fun at all. Right. <laughs> that makes and for a cranky vagina. It makes for a cranky, you don't want vagina. cranky vaginas. No. Right. So really important. Allow the vagina when it coughs, pull the thing out. Because the thing is, is that if you had a penis in you, a penis is soft enough that it, it can you can squeeze it and it would squeeze right and there would be no there would be no strain but when you're using items that are firm and hard and and not you know basically natural size of what a penis is um, we're not our vaginas are not and the muscles uh, can't handle that so can't take that and usually I was thinking when you're getting fucked or there's a penis in you 
you can move your body and push them away as you're coughing, which is kind of different when they're like sitting there in front of you holding something in you where you have to like sort of, you could move your body, but you could even get injured by just moving it. Yeah. So, so yeah, let, if there's, if there's resistance, I think that's the other thing is slow and steady, but if there's resistance pushing out, let the pushing out, let it push you out. Don't fight against the pushing out. Yeah. Right. Cause that's, it goes, I mean, that also applies to if you're on the verge of ejaculating female ejaculation where you're bearing down and you're pushing out, right. Yeah. It's the same thing. Like move, rem, allow the item to be removed so that you can do what needs to be done. Yeah. And sometimes I've challenged myself. Like last time I was getting fingered and vagina stretched. I felt the buildup and I was about to push out, but I was holding back but the hand was still in there, but usually I'll just totally push out and let the hand go. So sometimes it's just like body language, like if you feel that resistance, but sometimes I challenge myself to see how long I can hold it. Yeah. My other obsession with the stuff up the vagina is the, the G spot and the squirting and all that stuff, because my, my goal eventually is to like capture the squirt and get it, get it tested to see if there's urine. urine. So the massage, it's not always about getting fist, like fisting, but it's, I like the experience of like exploring the G-spot and what that's all about and how that feels and using different things to get up there is perfect. But it's so powerful, like especially if it's your hand, right? The energy, like you were saying in the, the, it's just, I don't know, <laughs> goals. <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, so there you go. I think that's that's our that's our that's it. That's all. That's our show. How can people spend some more time with you? Oh, me. Yeah, you. Oh, spend time. I was like, what kind of time? <laughs> Professional time. So this we shared a lot of personal information today. This is not, and I just need to preface this. So we shared a lot of personal information today. This is not an invitation to. Thank you. This is not an invitation for our listeners to be reaching out and say, well, I want to put things up your vagina. Okay. Like we, we are not, we are not advertising our vaginas that are available to service the world. Okay. This is not like a FetLife ad where it's like, come here and do this. Yes. Okay. So if you're going to interact or engage with either one of us, it needs to be from a respectful place of our professionals as professionals, as Ms. Jones, as a sexual educator, and me as a holistic sexual wellness specialist, these are super important. So if you want to learn about how do I have a conversation with my partner, and how would I do this with my partner, and, you know, how do I teach my partner to do this to me, then these are the ways in which you could reach out to connect with either one of us um, to help you facilitate making this into a reality into your life. And I just want to point out too, that I do body work. So I do a lot of hands-on coaching where I could walk you through the process or simply have uh, vagina owners can come see me and we can explore that together. But yes, no, this is not an invitation to be offering and volunteering to put things up my pussy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so can, if you want to get me on Facebook, 
You can find you uh, in, in the show notes of the show as well as the, the description of the video. Um, I will drop in all the different ways that you can connect with uh, Miss Jones and you can connect with me at succulentliving.com as well as finding your um, finding us on my orgasmic life and all of your favorite social media or all of your favorite podcast platforms. You can find me on social media at Indergaya Morissette. So that's it. That's all. I hope your day is filled with juicy exploration and orgasmic bliss. Mwah! Mwah. Hold on here. So.